Hello and bienvenido to Gem Girls, the 80s cartoon podcast where we are watching, discussing, talking trash, and uh, basically just being a couple dumb bitches about your favorite 80s cartoons with a particularly intense focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms. I am Orifice Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matitis, and today we are discussing Gem Season 1, Episode 10, Adventure in China. And believe us, the show handles China even more poorly than you'd expect. Dude, when I, like, read the title for this episode, I just, like, kind of sat back in my chair and was like, whoo, <laughs> this is gonna be some bullshit, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Yeah, it really, truly delivered on the bullshit. Um, <laughs> we're very excited to tell you about it. Yes. Um, but before getting into all that, I'll just give you a little bit of background info. So this is yet another episode that was not written by Christy Marks, but was written by some trick named Beth Bornstein. <laughs> Um, this is the second episode of the series thus far not to have been written by Miss Marks. Which one, this one, like, you, I, I mean, can you tell? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know if Christy necessarily handles race with any delicacy either. No, but there's a lot less slapping and a lot less, like, emotional abuse. That is true. A lot less slapping. <laughs> now that I think about it, you're right. I think that's her trademark. It really is. It's basically like a soap opera. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, Beth Bornstein, apart from being known for disrespecting China, is known for writing episodes for G.I. Joe, Transformers, My Little Pony, and a bunch of other Hasbro cartoons, basically. Um, including, what was the one, Michael, that I had never heard of? Uh, Dinosaucers. <laughs> Dinosaucers. Right, which I had also never heard of, uh... And Stormhawks or Stormhawkers, something like that. Silverhawks. 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 I have never seen this cartoon, but the description is a team of cyborgs protect Limbo from Monstar and his gang. Don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, we're probably going to talk about these shows. Dino Saucers in particular sounds <laughs> dope as fuck. Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, but yeah... Anyway, I just wanted to point out one interesting like, thing that I've noticed is that all of the writers so far have been women for the show. That's and maybe true. that's intentional. I would imagine it is. Um, I think probably both on, and I imagine Christy Marks as the showrunner had some choices to who was writing. And maybe the like more corporate end of things, like the evil network people were like, yes, of course, women <laughs> must write a little girl's show. No one else can do it. Yeah, that's probably what happened i just kind of want to like go to all of these shows and see like are most of the writers women for like gi joe and transformers oh i don't know i mean these like bornstein or whatever the fuck her name is uh <laughs> <laughs> bethstein bornstein um she she wrote for yeah gi joe and such and chrissy marks did uh i don't know if that other lady uh from the previous episode did or not but she did did she i forget okay. her name yeah i don't forget her She's... name but i remember she sucked too <laughs> yeah i was not here for her contribution to this universe uh but, but also I, because of that i was here for it right right exactly uh hopefully i think she does a few more episodes we have more to see of whoever that whatever that lady's name is uh <laughs> but, 
But yeah, I guess that's something to look into for future episodes, and we will update you on our uh, endeavors into the writer's room of 80s cartoons, listener. Uh, but according to Gem the Holograms uh, on Phantom.com, this episode follows the holograms as they are invited to perform a special concert in China. The misfits tag along, and they take notice of Gem's reluctance to part with her star earrings, otherwise known as the Gem Star earrings, uh, while going through customs. They steal the earrings, leading Jerrica and the rest of the girls in a race against time to recover them in time for the concert. That was double time there in that sentence. Did you catch that? <laughs> double time. Double time. Uh, I, that's, that's Double the crime. Ex- <laughs> uh, three times the slime. I, I don't know if you knew that part. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> double, <laughs> time on time, double the crime, three times the slime. <laughs> that's wonderful you should trademark that it's already done that's my catchphrase on this podcast <laughs> you'll never hear me say that again obviously because i don't even remember what the fuck that was <laughs> and it means nothing it means absolutely nothing that's <laughs> crucial to the like you know ephemeral memory of it there's no reason for me to remember that or for you <laughs> for that part <laughs> Right, right, right. Right. So um, let's just delve into this bullshit. Let's have so, an adventure in China, dude. Let's just uh, go for it. Yeah, there are so many things. So first of all, they get invited to a concert in China. Yeah, from the Chinese um, government. <laughs> right. Like, it's, like, it's not like they're playing a show in China. They got specifically invited by the Chinese government <laughs> to play in China on the Great Wall of China, no less. And I was like, again, I was watching it incredulous of like, yeah, fucking right, dude. China would hate Jim. Right. Uh, Well, why would China hate Jim? Tell me, walk me through that. I think like they really, they, as an, like a, an an embodiment of, you know, American aggression. That's what Jim and the holograms are. Or, like, American excess? Yeah, excess and, like, frivolousness and, uh, like, even superiority with, like, all the all the songs they shit. Like, their moral superiority. I just don't right. think, like, my boy Xi would uh, really like them. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really baffling to me that they were invited by the chairman of the Communist Party. Um, it makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. I enjoy how when they're on the plane, um, the stewardess is like, we're now approaching the People's Republic of China. It's like, when are you on a plane and they just announce the full name of the country and not the actual city you're flying into? Right, right. Where they actually, the only time they even name a city is like a throwaway line three quarters of the way through. They're like, oh, I guess they're in Beijing. Uh, (laughs) All you see is just, like, generic China, despite the fact that it's, like, what, the third largest landmass? It's just, you know, blanket China. Yeah, I mean, like, hearing that they they had a concert at the Great Wall of China, like, immediately made me think, okay, they're going to Beijing. But throughout the entire episode... They're going through all of China. Right. In right. like minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm interested to hear your thoughts as we go through and there's more nonsense because like you actually lived in China. Uh, so I want more of that. No, this is not how this would work kind of thing. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Don't don't worry. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to that plane. So they're, uh, they're landing, they're in Beijing, but also on the same plane is the Misfits. Um, right. And Roxy, she's illiterate. She doesn't care about the Great Wall. She hates culture. 
uh, Stormer <laughs> does. There's like a little little interaction there, right? Eric is like in a. Like, I thought it was kind of nice of him. He's like, "Hey, Roxy, like, do you want to see the Great Wall of China?" And Roxy's like, "Fuck that! I don't care about a, a wall." Uh, <laughs> I know that was so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they, you know, the, the the plane lands, and there's a big gem arrival. So you get the impression that like gem is big in China. Uh, Which again makes no sense. Makes no okay. sense. Makes no sense. And the misfits. <laughs> Or, like, people know who they are because they're also playing a show. Or, no, no, they're doing a tour while Gem and the Hologram is playing a special show. Anyways. Uh, the Misfits, despite the fact they don't get as large of a welcome as Gem and the Holograms, they do have a smaller venue, like, selection of fans who come. But they have this giant banner that says, Welcome Misfats. And I <laughs> fucking loved it. Like, it's... So good. Uh, I want to call, so, like, you know, someone a misfit. Right, yeah. It was um, a great blow to their ego. Now, I just want to point out, okay, like, how desperate are the misfits um, that they would, like, follow Gem and the Holograms all the way to China? Yeah, it is a little much. Like, they're that desperate to, like, be in Gem and the Holograms' shadow, like, that obviously time and time again you're right like, yeah they yeah. have more pride um that and like they didn't even try in this episode to even establish a it was a coincidence type thing like you do hear eric say like yeah you know just be glad i booked this show and done it up but it's like it seems like they probably made an extra effort to be there when jem was as opposed to it being coincidental right so yeah yeah it's a little, no it's a little depressing for them but again you know pizzazz is a psychopath uh roxy's essentially just like hired muscle and Stormer will do anything you tell her, so. Right, yeah, it's a pretty weak sauce situation. Weak sauce. Um, weak sauce. Okay, but, like, also, I just want to ask, why did the Chinese government invite Jem? Like, what was the impetus Oh, they do not specify or mention that at all. It's just the Chinese government really wanted Jem. They're so enthused that she's there, too. Uh, to the point that she skirts the law, essentially. Uh, right, as we'll that was see in bullshit. a second. Uh, yeah, so like we can just go to that because they gotta go through customs. And this customs guy is built like a brick house, and I feel like he's the only authentically Chinese element of this entire episode. Because he is like kind of like a rough dude, he's a customs agent, Jem <laughs> is coming through the metal detector, and she's basically like, No, I can't go through the metal detector. And this guy's like you better fucking go through the metal detector, because, like, otherwise you're not getting into this country. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, right. No exceptions. No lady. exceptions. Like, you are just like everybody else. So I, I, I loved that uh, customs guy, or the metal detector attendant, whatever you call him. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And the dilemma was that she couldn't remove her earrings to go through the metal detector. Right, uh, right. Which I also kind of call bullshit on because we've established that Synergy is able to cast illusions from far away from these earrings. Right. And it looking like real life. Why couldn't she maintain the earrings like from the little tray she has to put it in? I don't know. Yeah, that made no sense. But anyway, um, the misfits are kind of observing this whole exchange um, and they're kind of like, well, like, why the fuck won't she take her earrings off? Um, but even before that, after the guard at the uh, x-ray machine was like, X-ray machine? Your earrings. At, what do you call it? A metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting x-rayed at the airport. Listen, 
I don't know science, but anyway. <laughs> That's true. I don't believe in science, so. Um. Anyway, some, like, government official comes up and is, like, to the, the guy, um, stop embarrassing our guests. She came by personal invitation of the chairman. If he trusts her, then I think we can. And they let her through. But I enjoy how the security guard is still salty about it. Right, right. And also, I don't know, I was personally like, okay, like Beth Bornstein, like no Chinese government official is going to like a, a random girl with pink hair get straight <laughs> through a metal detector and, and customs when she's also American. I just don't see it happening. She could have had a gun, you know? Yeah, but Jem is just like such a good person and so famous and amazing. Right, and of course they know this in China, which is why she's there. Uh, so like you said, the Misfits, they're, they're seeing all this. They're basically like, oh, okay, let's switch the earrings or like ransom them or something because obviously Jem really cares about them. <laughs> yeah, and we love destroying everything that Jem cares about. Right, right, right. Like true villains. Yeah, just uh, true villainy right there. Their commitment is astounding. Yeah, and so... Um, Gem and the holograms go all the way to the Summer Palace, and we see them soaking in a mineral bath. Is that where that is? Before. They didn't really say in the show, so I, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's the Are there a palace. bunch of, like, you know, um, landmarks and stuff that, like, pop up? Yeah. Okay, please and point them out, because I, again, as an ignorant North American, have no idea. Yeah, not all of them are in Beijing, either. Oh, even is... better. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the Summer Palace is just outside of Beijing. Anyway, they're soaking in a mineral bath. One of China's and, true luxuries, as someone points out. Right, that's Aja, because she's Asian, she right, knows. Right, of course. Uh, and Jem is like, I can't, like, I have to take off these Gemstar earrings because this mineral water could short out the circuit. Which we just learned Synergy's greatest weakness is minerals. Right, but that doesn't make any sense. So, like, I'm it makes so no sense, dude. <laughs> so she can walk through the metal detector, but she can't go in a mineral bath. No, she can't. She well, she could, I guess, physically go through the metal detector, uh, but she didn't this time. I guess, like, like minerals plus water equals bad for synergy. Right, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, which also, like, again, she also goes into, like, this fucking mineral pool for all of 12 seconds, does not dunk her head, and it was just like, dude, yeah, you didn't have to take off your earrings then. You didn't even, you barely went in the water. Yeah, you didn't need to go in the water at all. Like, it was clearly just set up as a device for the earrings to get stolen by Roxy. Which is exactly what happened. Yeah, which happens. But, like, how did she find them? How did she get there? Anyway. Anyway, but, uh, so, Jem goes into the pot tub, effectively goes in for two seconds, comes back out. She's like, oh, I gotta go, I don't know, do something. Uh, <laughs> and this is while Roxy's stealing it, and Roxy jets off. So, as Jem is getting out of the pool, she transforms back to Jerrica, who is wearing, <laughs> I don't know, something you would see... In, like, a 70s kung fu movie worn by a dude, though. Uh, it's like, Jerrica, like, you do not know karate. What's happening here? Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck she's wearing. Like, it's almost like a Chinese-inspired power suit. Yeah, um, but, like, not, but very baggy. Very baggy, very ill-fitting. Like, the shoulders are super broad. And like, I feel like um, they even have, like, points on them or something. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. a weird fucking look. And, like, 
I don't know. Like, it sounds, like, saying it sounds kind of cool, but, like, she could not pull this oh, off Oh, 0%. It looked like it should be on a little boy who's visiting China. <laughs> or on a little boy who's in, like, an Asian preparatory school or something. Right. Or, like, like a little baby, like, emperor. I don't right. know. Right. Like little a... baby emperor. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like, young Goku her. in, like, Dragon Ball or something. Not, <laughs> right. not Jerrica Benton. I don't know. I feel like if she had bigger hair or, like, better hair, it wouldn't overpower her so much, but it still wouldn't be a look. It wouldn't. It I, wouldn't. it was, yeah. I don't know. She, it looks, it looks pretty, pretty gross. Uh, so that happens, and, like, there, uh, we go the next day, and, um, Jerrica basically has to tell, um, I don't know, I guess the, the Chinese government or someone <laughs> that, uh, Jem can't perform this day, today. And fortunately, though, the misfits are here. And I like how the um, the Chinese official is like, oh, I guess like Gem and the Holog- like the misfits are here, so they'll go on. I guess Gem and the holograms lack a sense of obligation. And I really enjoyed right. she didn't say lack honor, which I would thought would have been far more like kind of pan Asian offensive. Uh, at least a sense of obligation was like skirting that, but uh, not going into full offensive. Oh. I don't know, dude. Like, they leaned heavily into the whole, like, saving face and, like, shaming other people for not maintaining their honor. True. They did, but they didn't say the word honor. And that, for me, like, would have taken it to, like, <laughs> full, I guess, like, I don't know, satire? But not really, because Jem isn't a satire. Uh, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, they didn't actually say honor, which I was, maybe it was intentional, maybe it wasn't. Yeah, who knows? I wouldn't put anything past the writers of this show. Right. Uh, especially Borstein, or whatever the fuck, Beth, uh, Bethany over here. Bethany. <laughs> uh, I also love, because the misfits basically swoop in and steal this show for them, and they do this, like, super cunty, like, have a good show, girls! And it's like, I don't know, I just like how they, like, stabbed him in the back and then, like, twisted it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um... So anyway, Rio comes in yelling as he is wont to do. Jerrica, when did you get here? And where's Jem? The concert's about to start, blah, blah, blah. And I have no idea why he's so freaked out about this because, again, this is not his band. I don't know who the fuck he is. Right. I don't know why he's in China. <laughs> right. Why did he come? No idea. He's not the stage manager for a show put on by the Chinese government. Right, I guess he is Jerrica's boyfriend, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, at least it was back then, to go Yeah, to that is true, that is true. I would take the free trip for my beer, for sure. why not? And, I don't know, like, Rio's kind of reaming Jerrica out and being like, where is Jem? Is she okay? Doesn't she realize how important this is? And basically, Jem and the hol- or Jerrica and the holograms kind of, like, leave him. And say, like, you know, we'll see ya, like, goodbye. Well, no, no, no. Actually, Jerrica, like, is kind of dumb in this scene, because she's basically like, I just can't tell you, like, I don't have a reason. Da-da-da-da. It's like, Jerrica, just fucking <laughs> lie, you know? Just say something. Don't say, like, you can't I say. I, I just can't answer that question. And then say you sound mad suspicious. Just lie. I know, right? Ugh. I know she's already been lying so much for the whole show so far. Right. This is just like an extension of that. It it makes no sense. Like it's a weird, I guess, like moral thing where she can't say an outright lie, but she can 
omit the truth. Right. Yeah. And what is that teaching little girls? Teaching them to be crafty. <laughs> right. Real but crafty. Not even, but not even like good crafty. Yeah, that's, like, that's sloppy crafty. Yeah, yeah. Which is just sloppy. Um, right. <laughs> so this is all happening and the misfits are performing on the set that was supposed to be for the Hollows. And uh, that's where they discover that they stole the earrings because for whatever reason, the misfits decided to wear the gem, three sets of gem earrings. So they stole mm -hmm. the real pair and then like duplicated them to, so they could all wear them. Uh, something like that line of logic applies. So they actually don't say why they made two extra pairs. I would say so as to make it harder for Jem to get her real earrings back. I guess, but also they just could have, like, taken the earrings and then hid them. Uh, I just really, I guess I, I enjoy the sadistic element of getting, a, like, getting the earrings, fashioning more, only so you can put them on all of your persons to then flaunt it in Jem's face <laughs> to a higher degree. Uh, it's a real bitch move right there. Yeah, definitely. And I guess my question moving forward is, now that they've, like, realized the importance of these earrings to Jem. Like, will they also notice that Jerrica wears them all the time? No, they will not, Jocelyn. They will forget all of that information by the end of this episode. I'm sure we'll never hear about it again. Right. Like, how dumb are these people to not get it after this episode? Uh, well, dumb enough, as we see in the next scene, to, like, talk shit about the people that they just screwed over when they're literally right in front of them. Because we get this hilarious scene where it's like the uh, Pizzazz, Roxy, and Stormer, and Pizzazz is basically just like, we definitely pulled a number on like that bitch Gem and her like hollow hose. And they're walking <laughs> on the street, and like the next frame, it's like Gem and the Hogan is right there. It's like, dude, they were in front of you the whole time. <laughs> um, is this where the rickshaw chase Yes, begins? this is where we get the oh prerequisite Gem and the Holograms car chase. China style with a fucking rickshaw. Uh, I lost my mind when I saw them <laughs> setting this up. I was like, oh, okay, it looks like there's a chase happening. Uh, there's a rickshaw driver. Oh, okay, Pizzazz getting into that one. Oh, Jerrica's getting into that one. Are you going to see a rickshaw race? Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what happened. It was unreal. Um, so this is kind of leading into the Misfits song, Can't Catch Me, which is basically what all their fucking songs are about. But anyway, um, throughout this video, to really reinforce the idea that this is in China, there are a lot of Chinese acrobats, like ribbon gymnasts. Dude, I feel like everyone in this in this like this montage of Chinese scenes were acrobats. I was like, is everyone in China an acrobat? <laughs> Or have, like, a, a piece of fabric on a stick to twirl? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was... Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the Great Wall makes an appearance. And they're just chasing the misfits all around China for their earrings. Um... And it kind of ends with uh, them on a cable cars in the mountains. Why would you get an, like a line car in pursuit of the misfits? 
that like generally puts you in like real danger very often because it already looks pretty fucking dangerous the line car um and jerica also changed her outfit she goes from that little little boy chinese emperor thing to like a (laughs) an actual person's attire i forget what she's wearing but she has like kind of like a little comb cap thing that's really ugly yeah um (laughs) i have no idea but i guess it was just to like be in another kind of car chase right right you went from the rickshaw which is not quite a car but still close enough and then we go to a line car or a suspended car kind of thing yeah and anyway of course the misfits are fucking with the cable car because somehow they gain control of the system and they like rattle the holograms car around just to spook them. Right, because because that's the end. That's all there is on the line car. They spook them, and then we cut to them doing kung fu or some shit. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh, that's it with the line car? Why did you... Okay. Right, yeah, and then, yeah, like you said, they're, like, at some kung fu temple um, where there are a bunch of people doing kung fu, and then the misfits, like, I can't remember which one it is, but, like, one of them just, like, kicks some guy. I'm pretty sure Pizzazz just straight up assaults a man. Like, really just, like, kicks him in the face. Yeah. And I have no idea why that happened, other than to be like, hey, look, more Chinese shit. Right, exactly. Um, Which, again, is basically this entire episode. It's just like, oh, yeah, hey, here's some more Chinese shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, the next scene, Aja's climbing this, what, a Buddhist statue or something? Um, and again, I'm like, yo, Aja, why are you putting yourself in extreme danger right now? Uh, which pizzazz, like, you know, like, you know, fuck you, these earrings are mine. Um. Right. Um, what I really enjoy about this scene, so she's climbing, like, a cliff with a bunch of Buddhas carved into the side of it. Um, and she's climbing and then, like, grabs hold of the bottom of this other Buddha statue. Um, and... She, like, knocks it off of the cliff. And everyone's like, oh, no, like, Asha's gonna fall, whatever. And then she doesn't fall, but, like, she destroys this Buddha statue. Right, right. And I'm like, you just destroyed, like, an important cultural and religious relic. <laughs> Which and even... the holograms were like, whew, that was a close yeah, one. Yeah, no, like, no, no just... moment of remorse. They're like, oh, okay, good, whew. <laughs> Well, nothing got damaged or no one got hurt. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, um, Aja, Aja, agile bitch. Yeah, right. And, like, really she's an acrobat. Cliff. Yeah, she's an acrobat. She's Chinese, she's Jocelyn. <laughs> As we've established already, all Chinese people are also acrobats. <laughs> but not all acrobats are Chinese. Right, right. Just wanted to clarify <laughs> that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that happened. Then again, everyone's changed clothes. Uh, but then they, uh, now they're on, now we're on Frank. Somehow we got on Frank. Uh, I was like, oh, this is where the, where the chase ends, Misfits. Um, and they think they've lost them. Like, no, Jim and the holograms are fucking there. Uh, and they chase them throughout the train. Uh, to which I want to give a shout out to Aja. She actually looks kind of good in her little Chinese coat thing. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um... And they're all, like, basically the misfits split up. They each have a set of earrings. And it happens three times where, like, they almost catch them in the train, but then they just, like, throw them out the window. Uh, yeah. Toss them out the train window. Yeah, and, and they all land in different places. Right, right, So the right. first one lands in an archaeological dig. 
And then one lands in the garbage can. Death's in the garbage can. I remember that one. I don't know what the third one is, though. Like, I know where it ends up, but I don't know where it goes originally. Oh, it goes... I have no... I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. Doesn't but matter. But they go to three different places. They go to three different places, and we'll see where very, very shortly. But before that, we get a sweet, like, guitar intro shit, like, and some real anime vibes into this song called Something is Missing in My Life, which, okay, the song itself, kind of whatever. The visuals I actually thought were like pretty dope, but the instrumentals on this song are pretty solid. There's a lot, there's like actual instruments. Right. They have that like whole, like stereotypically Chinese sound. They do have, they do have a super like thing going on. (laughs) Um, But they also have like some like decent like piano and like guitar and shit in the song, uh, despite the like super super stereotypical stuff. Okay, but I also just think it sounds kind of like "Who Is He Kissing?" Oh yeah, but like yeah. with the Chinese sound. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It's like uh, it's pretty similar to that song. Uh, and if you didn't know what the something missing in her life is, it's the earrings. So it's a very literal metaphor (laughs) uh and you basically see throughout this episode like how the earrings are getting where they need to go and these earrings are like really passing hands and in several instances you see them acting as currency and i was just like oh is that because all money in china is also red like how are these red bright earrings being essentially used as coins in various, like, stalls and vendors. I don't know. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, well, at one point, the earrings are up for auction. Yes, they're at an auction. Uh, I remember that. And then um, the garbage man finds the earrings and keeps them. Right. And gives them to his daughter. Lynn, my girl Lynn. We'll see her in a sec. Um, and some guy is like, I have never seen anything like them. And I can make a lot of money from them when I mass produce them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like, that okay. is racist as fuck. I'm sorry. I loved it, though. I loved it. <laughs> that Chinese ingenuity, you know? It's like, uh, you just take this and make a bunch of millions of knockoffs. So, yeah, this guy mass produces, like, millions of these Gemstar earrings during the time that they were there which wasn't even that long. Like, hours. how long were they? Like, two hours. <laughs> Which we, so yeah, we, we learned that the uh, little girl gets it from her dad, and the other ones are in a museum, and, uh, like, Jemmers is, like, walking around in search, and the whole, the whole team is pretty depressed because they're not going to be able to make this tour. This whole tour is a bust. And Aja's like, oh, you know what? Before we go, I want to, like, get a magazine because I know Chinese, which, um, I guess she does. Uh... And we go into the magazine and the, the earrings, and this goes to what you said, Jocelyn, in the span of like two hours that the earrings have been missing, they managed to write, produce, and print an entire magazine, get it to a stand, and get it to where Audra can see <laughs> uh, that these earrings are being used uh, in some sort of factory fashion setting. Right. And there's an address at the bottom of <laughs> the picture. Which, which, the picture, were there actual, like, Chinese characters going on? Could you read anything? What was happening there? Um, I didn't actually, like, 
zero in on any of the writing um, in the magazine, but like throughout the episode, there were actually like accurate Chinese characters oh, okay, throughout. Okay. So it does seem like they did some research. Okay. Did they say anything funny or out of the ordinary? No, it just said like Beijing airport. Oh, okay. You know, stuff like that. All right. All right. I want to know a better Easter egg, but here we are. <laughs> I'd have to spend way more time watching the show. Jocelyn, we are already spending hours. You might as well put in the el- the extra elbow grease. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, I should have done better. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh. <laughs> See what I'm working with here, people? Anyways, <laughs> we go to the factory, and uh, there are millions of these earrings. They have to find the OG one, and... Uh, Basically, Jem is essentially, like, kind of demanding, like, oh, this, these are my earrings, so you've got to give them to me. And this business right. guy basically agrees to it along the logic of, they've already brought me, like, such great fortune. Like, of course, you can kind of, you can base have them. And I was like, dude, why is everyone in China so fucking nice to Jem? Uh, this would <laughs> not happen. Some, like, Chinese businessman would not give these earrings that he's profiting from to this fucking rando. Whatever. Right, yeah, so he gives her the original pair, then she's like, showtime synergy, and it doesn't work, because they're not the right ones. Right. And it looks like they're they're about to give up, then Aja comes through with another, like, hey, I want to do this random Chinese thing. Her her China sense is tingling. Uh, And that's how they found the next earring, because Aja wants, like, oh, I know we have to, like, go to this concert and, like, tell them we're not going to make the show, but first, I want to see some historical Chinese art. Uh, right, and to which everyone is like, yeah, I'll go, yeah, sure, whatever. Exactly. You were all in such dire straits 12 seconds ago. Like, why do you have time for this fuckery? Like, you should be desperately looking everywhere. Right, right, days. right, exactly. Like, yeah, they literally just said, there's no time, we can't do this. Hey, you want to go see some art? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll go, I've got time. <laughs> so this is like maybe one of my favorite scenes from the show. Oh, this is great just shit. So truly absurd. So anyway, there's a Ming Dynasty exhibition going on um, of like recently excavated Ming Dynasty art, and her fucking earrings are on display. Right, which I love because they're in a full-on exhibit. Uh, this must have went through several stages of people looking at these things. And couldn't realize that they were, one, modern-day earrings, but also two, like, basically supercomputers. Uh, went by everybody's head. Right. Okay, so, like, this all happened, like, within the span of two hours. These earrings landed in an archaeological site. The archaeologists found them and were so struck by them that they had to rush them over to the museum immediately. Obviously, forgo any sort of real inspection of them to determine like where they came from how old they are and just threw them in the museum i don't believe that shit i don't either uh but you know what else i can't fucking believe (laughs) jim's like cone paper hat or jerica's fucking cone paper condom wrapper hat it's real atrocious (laughs) i somehow missed that oh dude it's it's a bad one like i know we like talk about all of like jerica's shitty hats but this is this one's (laughs) particularly shitty i'm gonna have to go back and look at that i was just so shook by the audacity of everything that was happening right and yeah again on the uh, topic of audacity when they're in this fucking exhibit 
Jerrica just straight up snatches the earrings out of, like, the exhibit container case. She's like, dude, like, you can't just do that. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, it sets off a bunch of alarms. Security comes rushing in, obviously, and they're like, you're, you can't, you just fucking stole, like, a precious Ming Dynasty piece of art. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, and yeah, basically, the, like, the guards are essentially, like, gonna kill them. Uh, thankfully, though, the curator is there, um, and he's basically like, oh, okay, I'll straighten this out. Like, what do you mean? Like, oh, I guess I'll take another look at these. Um, and at this point, you know, I want to call out the curator, because, like, dude, get on your shit. This is your exhibit. <laughs> How are these random thingamajigs that, yeah, again, <laughs> literally were found two hours ago, get into your, this is your job, this is your purview, um, right? Yeah. And how did, how did no one notice that they weren't at all in the style of anything from the Ming Dynasty? Like, they were hot pink star earrings. Right, right. They, they look very out of place. Uh, either way, the, uh, curator, you know, realizes the grave error that he and his entire staff seem to have made, uh, and gives back the earrings to Jem, which again, I don't think he would do that. Why, why are you going to give them back to her? Um, right. <laughs> and to which in response, uh, Jarek on the holograms, like group hug molest them just a little bit. <laughs> right. But he does want to autograph. He's like, this yeah. Is, yeah. He's like, this is highly undignified. Right. I love that line. I love that line. It's like, oh, you're a stodgy old agent man. This is highly undignified. This is highly undignified. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, so Jerrica tries the earrings on, they yet again do not work, um, and they have to go tell the officials that they can't perform. Right, right. And like, as they, like, as they like finally break to say like, oh, I guess we can't perform, Aja sheds like a single tear, and it's like, whoa, Aja, like, I guess, I mean, maybe they were trying to imply like this China concert meant extra to Aja because she's Asian. Probably. Probably. But, like, yeah, she got emotional. I get it. She was looking forward to the show. Uh, gives a little bit. Gives her a little bit of humanity. Right. So we go to the concert. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like Aja is the most human one out of all of them anyway. That is true. She actually has character traits. And even, like, <laughs> random stuff. Like, she knows Chinese. And uh, I guess she is Chinese, which I guess we learned today. Confirmed? Confirmed she is Chinese or she just knows Chinese? I think she just knows Chinese. I'm not entirely sure. She said I need to brush up on my Chinese, which doesn't really mean anything. Right, right. So are we saying, like, she's another type of Asian that knows Chinese? <laughs> or she's, like, an, a Chinese-American who never really learned Chinese super well? I would say my guess is that she's another kind of Asian who's learned Chinese, but she could also be Chinese. The show does not really care where in Asia she's from. Right. Her name's Aja. She's from all of Asia. Uh, <laughs> that's basically all we need to know. Anyways, uh, but we go to the concert and uh, a little girl's getting bullied, to which it's uh, Lynn from the, uh, the garbage man's daughter, basically. That's, that's her jam right now. Lynn's there, and she's getting bullied, and Jerrica sees, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go stop him, but, like, Lynn takes matters into her own hands and, like, ruins this little boy bothering her. I forget, like, what exactly happens, but she basically just kind of, like, grabs him, like, shoves him away real hard, 
who chose like Lynn. You're kind of a badass. I liked it. Yeah, good for her. Um, so yeah, Jerrica, like, given her track record in this episode, I'm surprised she didn't just, like, snatch the earrings out of I Lynn's know, which head. I was so looking forward to, because she sees I just wanted to, like, <laughs> grab a crowbar to the kneecap, and, like, get the earrings and go. <laughs> but no, Jerrica has to treat this child with more humanity. Right. Which, it's disappointing, frankly. <laughs> it really is. This was your moment, Jerrica. You fucked it up. Anyway, she's super sweet to the kid, and she's like, da 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 something, 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 and then the little girl gives Jerrica the earrings for Jem. For some reason? good luck. Yeah, yeah, good I luck. I can't yeah. remember why. Some bullshit, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, mean, in the meanwhile, the misfits think they've got it in the bag, and they're gearing up to go on stage. Um, Pizzazz hits on Rio again. Dude, dude, okay, so this scene I find to be degrading and, like, problematic on so many <laughs> levels. Because it's, like, a quick, like, check-in on what's happening with the Misfits and, like, Rio, I guess, who, like, has, like, a big bulge going on, just pointing it out. But, um, <laughs> we get Pizzazz hitting on Rio for, like, two seconds, then he immediately, like, shuts her down. And it, it, again, it, this happens in the span of like 20 seconds. And the scene only serves to show Pizzazz basically being like kind of a sexual predator and then immediately mm-hmm. getting like, you know, uh, turned away by this dude. And I just, I found it just entirely degrading on Pizzazz as a character and I didn't like it. Degrading how? Just in like the like the only reason this scene was there was to showcase oh Pizzazz wants Rio but Rio doesn't want Pizzazz because she's like awful, um and that's like all the scene is about and it's like no you're like fuck off um Pizzazz is awful but not because she wants to hit on Rio. Yeah, I mean, I would say the fact that she hits on Rio is pretty shitty because she's just doing it to be a bitch. I guess, I don't know, I guess I don't like seeing my girl get, like, like straight up rejected like that for no reason. Um, yeah. Like, no one else was I even there. What did she, what was she even doing that for? Yeah, I have no idea. To fuck with his head? To, like, hang her power and dangle her power in front of his face? I don't know. I, I just didn't like it. I, I felt, I felt a little gross after that scene. I was like, I don't know, Beth Borstein. <laughs> I will say, though, that the past few episodes have done that a lot to the Misfits. Like, Roxy hitting on Jeff last episode. Right, right, right. And Pizzazz continually, like, hitting on also Jeff and Rio and, like, getting nowhere. And, like, I don't know. I, I feel like they're just kind of painting them as these disgusting creatures that no man wants to fuck. Yeah, basically. Yeah, no one's really into them, despite the fact that, like, you know, they they are pretty. Like, they're tall and thin and, like, rich and famous. Come on. Yeah, they're tall and pretty and rich like every other character in this show. Right, 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 right. Everyone is thin. Everyone is, yeah, skinny legends over here. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, it seems like Gem and the Holograms won't be going on, um, but the earrings come to life and Synergy's like, yo, what up? Yo, what the fuck are you talking about me, bitch? You say my name? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I really wanted Synergy to like come through like that because like Jericho's walking walking with these earrings in her ears. It's like, oh, like, oh, whatever. I wouldn't even be able to tell Synergy like to cast this illusion. And Synergy's like, hey, hey, girl. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a great synergy moment. But like, okay, I don't know. I feel like synergy was like oddly helpless this episode and I didn't like it. Well, yeah, we saw, we really saw no synergy because the earrings were um, a nod on Jerrica's head. And yeah, I agree. Like, I still kind of think like the earrings would be able to function not on Jerrica's face um, and like be voice activated and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Synergy does deliver with some pretty sick like Chinese inspired outfits for Gem and the Holograms. Um, they were like over the top and ridiculous. I at first loved Gem's flower <laughs> dress thing and it has like a flower on her chest. Until I noticed, like, the double flowers in her hair, and I thought that was real gross. Um, I kind of thought that the double flowers in her hair, like, that was the best part. Really? It gave me symmetry. It oh, gave I didn't like drag. it. It was too much. I like the soul flower in the chest, um, but not the double hair flower. It was the 80s. You kind of have to, like do the most at all times. I, I guess. I liked all the other outfits. It was all good. And actually, I do want to point out, once, like, you know, Jem and the holograms make their triumphant return, Rio does not go in for the kiss with Jem. I think they, like, he hugs her. Joe's like, oh, okay. That's, uh, that's some progress here. Is it? I mean, it's better than him, like, like just, like, smacking their his lips with her. Yeah, that's true. He did seem to, like, yearn for Jerrica more this episode, because even on the plane, he was like, oh, where's Jerrica? Like, I wish she could experience this with us. Right, right. And Jem was like, oh, she's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, Buttery. <laughs> How do you not know I'm Jerrica? Right? Like, can't you just fucking get it and, like, <laughs> pretend you never knew and you don't care and right. never mention it again? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, he's fucking, he's thick in a few ways, this Rio. Thick in the skull, right. thick in the thighs. <laughs> thick in the dick? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say maybe. I don't, I think, I think Rio's packing heat. But does he know how to use it? I, no. no I think he, he's either, like, a very selfish or inept lover. <laughs> I agree with you. Like, actually. either, like, comes after, like, 20 seconds or, like, just doesn't give a fuck about you. Right. Yeah, he's never gone down on Jerrica or Jem. No, he has not. No, he has not. But they have gone down on him. In terms of, oh, I mean, yeah. like, they've, of course, given him a BJ, but they've definitely given him an RJ. Oh, yeah. For... <laughs> definitely, definitely. De and definitely Jerrica like... did. For... But go on. I feel like the BJ would have been very submissive in spirit. It would have been like, Rio, like, I need to appease you because you're being a little bitch about everything. Let me suck your dick so you can shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. That's like Rio's whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had this, this, this concert to get through. Um, shout out to my girl Lynn, as Jem says, basically. And then we get this, like, um, weird song that right. is a little bit strange on many levels. Love Unites Us. And actually, Justin, this is where we get the weird oriental melody. We come from different worlds, different points of view, yet there's something we share. We both care what we share. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they all... Bleh. 
The other one actually didn't have... That's why I remember saying that I like the instrumentals. This one definitely opens up with a... Right. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. I don't know. The song is fine. Dude, the song um, is fucking like the most vanilla shit I've ever heard. I don't really know what happens. Lynn is in the video. I like at some point, like, there's Jem's floating head, and then there's Lynn's floating head, and it's like a bunch of flowers on the screen. I don't know. Right, that was right. Cool. Yeah, and like the whole idea is love. Well, again, the song's called Love Unites Us. Uh, so, like, bridging the gap between East and West. Like, you know, love brings us together. Um, which, I, as I was watching, I was like, is China really known for its love? <laughs> Not really something I would, I know about the country, you know? I mean, I find it funny that we're chirping Bornstein for, like, her shitty portrayal of Chinese culture, but I feel like you would have done a more problematic job. 100% Jocelyn, but that's also, <laughs> I would know not to do it. I'd be like, I'm not going to write my gen episode in China that I know shit about. That's totally fair. Yeah, I would maybe do Japan. Japan, I actually have respect for the nation, the culture, and the people. <laughs> we are going to be banned I know, China, I know, so I know. know I definitely have respect for the Chinese culture, people, and people, a nation. I don't. I do, I do. I just know a lot less about it. Um, as opposed to Japan. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, so this whole video is, like, them in China again. So we get pandas, we get right, them floating pandas. on a boat on the river, we get rice patties, we get Lin, who's Chinese, you know? <laughs> yeah, you got a, a lot of Chinese things in this video. Yeah, we get all of the Chinese things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, once the concert is over, the official is like, that was wonderful. We'd love to have you in China again. And it's like, really, though? Like, they gave you so much trouble leading up to this event. Very true. Very true. And I'm still, I guess, inherently perplexed, again, why the Chinese government loves Jem so much. <laughs> still not seeing it. Don't yeah, don't they have better things to do than, like, be here for this concert? Yeah, yeah, far more important things to do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jem gives Lynn a pair of the knockoff earrings, which is, like, thanks it's Pretty a lot. fucking shady, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, here are these mass-produced knockoffs. I got them for earrings. free, don't worry about it. <laughs> um... And yeah. And that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's uh, basically the episode. That is the F. That was uh, um, Jem's Adventure in China. Yeah. Oof. Um, they definitely do try to go to different countries again. Right, right. Line. And like, who? they're just as brilliant. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember when there's like this one episode where they go to Russia for some reason. I think like right. dances there or something. The 